We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, that's all right, eh? No, I was oh, muted. Oh, no, oh, I damn. was muted. All right, all right, all right. What's up, everybody? I'm A Nice Skills. Welcome to this TikTok podcast. This is my boy Nepenthes. And I was saying, um, this is my best friend in life, man. And I never ever, because we're so busy, get to talk to him. Um, so I feel like the like the podcast, we always get to talk. We just been so busy, dude. How have you been, man? Yeah, yeah, all right, man. It, it, you know it's hard, like. I changed my sleep schedule because I've got three kids now, and that's, you're a grown that's man. where it went wrong. Yeah, because I like I used to spend some time with Lauren, then she'd go to bed at like ten or eleven, and then I'd stay up to like four or five. So uh-huh. I'd have you know five hours of like personal time or whatever, and that's when we'd chat a lot. But now I go to bed at like eleven thirty, twelve sometimes, like one at the latest. Like changed, man. It's all changed. Hey, how's it feel to be a grown man? Yeah, it's weird, man. It is it, weird. It is it's Dude, different. A, yeah, a lot. Ch- you go to bed early. Arsenal is good. FIFA yeah. sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. You're a family, man, dude. I'll go, we got so much to talk about. We're going to start with, um, I think we should start with FIFA. Um, yeah. Because, because that's, that's, a, that's a good topic. And then there's so much I want to hit, dude. I want your opinion on the World Cup soon. Um, there's been crazy jo- drama today with Mbappe. Oh, oh yeah. God. I'm going to bring it up to you in a little bit. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I got notes, dude. I got notes. But hey, before we jump into it really quickly, man, I want to take one second to give a massive, massive uh, shout out to today's sponsor. I'm going to play a quick little uh, clip for you. Everybody that's in the live, man, make sure to put a W spam real quick for our awesome sponsor today, man. If you guys just put a W, I want to play this quick clip. And like I said, man, if you were listening to us, Apple Music, Spotify, make sure to rate it. Um, I'm going to play this quick clip for you guys, and then we'll be right back with Nep, and we are going to go absolute ham talking about FIFA and football. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV. But not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill. That's why I cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and Discovery. Now, y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our TV set up and starting to watch our shows was super, super easy with Philo. Speaking of shows, never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts, commitments, 
or hassle. Philo allows multiple profiles, multiple streams. Everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Never fight on who gets to pick what to watch. Easy to use and super easy to sign up. Watch from your phone, your laptop, your TV, your Roku TV, your Fire Stick, Apple TV, Samsung or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money, for less hassle and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O.tv. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. So big ups to today's sponsor, man. I truly, truly appreciate y'all. Thank you very much, man. As always, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Now, with that being said, Nep, I gotta, I, we haven't talked about FIFA. We, uh, you have no idea what I'm about to say, but I am, you know this, man. I am a, I love FIFA gameplay. And yep. there, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to play this game. Nep. I sit on stream now and just talk about football for three, four hours. Because yeah, and that's why is... you're like a TikTok star, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happened there, dude. But what, what do you, how do you, what, dude, promos, gameplay, everything just feels off, man. How do you feel? Yeah, though, I agree. I think, um, they've, they, you definitely can earn more from gameplay now, mm-hmm. but it's still, it takes way too long to get stuff that you could just get through the menus or or to the point where it's not worth doing at all. Right. I did a four hour road to glory last I've week. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Did you see the banging team video. after four hours? Yeah, banging like, video, banging shit. Yeah, it was a good video, but just in general, it's like the fact that you can get that team in four hours just shows that nothing is worth it. And I was thinking today actually, like I play FIFA now more than ever before. Because it's like, oh, for me to go and get that eight three plus pack, I need four wins in this game mode. Then I need to go and get six wins in that game mode. Then it's like ten wins in this game mode, and it's all for packs that are just trash because the pack weight's bad. And funnily enough, like, I'm I'm enjoying the gameplay at the moment. Like I started Airlocks the last couple of days, and it's like changed how good I am. Like I'm just way better with it basically. So mm-hmm. I went ten and zero in the qualifiers today for the first mm-hmm. time ever, which is nice. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually enjoying playing the game, unless it's in like a delay game, then the game's yeah. awful. But Mighty. Yeah, but yeah, this game is just, so, I don't know, man, it's just not it, is it? So for me, the reason I would turn FIFA on is because, like, the top 100 rewards and not rewards, but, like, the ability to push yourself to try to get better finishes and stuff. And yeah. now I just feel like the more I play Rivals, the more it's just not, it, it, that just feels dumb. And then when I play Weekend League, I feel like I'm actually playing good footy and I'm like, oh, I'm actually a solid player. And then people back out at 1-1 yeah. or nil nil, or they yeah. give you the win. And it just, it, it doesn't feel... It feel it feels Mickey Mousey, you know, when when I'm yeah. playing FIFA. I mean, again, it, it's still very very hard to do well and stuff. I don't know, man. It, it, I just feel I feel it's off, dude. Gameplay for me, I'm gonna give it out of ten. All right, let's do this. I'm gonna give it a six or a seven. What do you got? Yeah, no, I'm probably like also about a seven. I, I think what you said there though about uh, rivals, I don't play rivals anymore. Same because there's skill based matchmaking in friendlies. If you're in a high division in rivals, everything's sweaty. But if you're in a low division in rivals, you get through those like friendly games and those those objectives and stuff way quicker because it's just it's just way easier, right? So I think they got that wrong. Like the most enjoyable part about FIFA for me now is qualifiers and champs. Same. Yeah. It's, it's it's the only fun mode. G- yeah. Give me a, give me a rating on promos. I got mine's low, dude. I'm at a two. Yeah, yeah, I'm a two. I'll come hundred percent with with you there. Two. Maybe yeah. even a one, man. It's been bad, hasn't it? Yeah, SBCs out of ten. Because for me, this is just rinse and repeat. Some decent yep. ones, but two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like also a two. Yeah, and then so store I, packs, man. What's the what is the deal with that? They're charging you 
hundreds of thousands of coins or thousands of FIFA points for untradeable packs, it's just not okay. Yeah, I, I, I am going to give this game all around a three. And I'm going to say it's the worst FIFA ever because 20 was the worst gameplay ever. But at least the menus were, you could, yeah. play, the, you could play the menus and the content was okay. Yeah. This is the, like when you take this, not just gameplay, but into account all around, worst FIFA ever. Because nothing yeah. is good about it. Yeah, menus are awful, objectives are awful, promos are awful, gameplay is awful, and you can't trade because everything's untradeable, so nothing's worth anything. Yeah. Packway is awful. It's just an awful game. It really is. It's so bad, dude. I, I was out with um uh, Castro, for everybody listening to the podcast, if you guys don't know, he's, he's, a, he's a massive Twitch streamer and a big FIFA guy, dude. And I was like, yo, he was like, oh, I'm streaming him. I was like, oh, for real? I was like, you FIFA? He's like, no, nah, I'm waiting for team of the year. It's crazy when all of us are just like, it's team of the year or bust. Yeah. Because I don't think team of the year is going to be good because- is it hasn't been the best promo of the last few years, has it? That we've had no. better players, yeah, like than the team of the years. I I loved the fact that the team of the years were always the highest rated versions of those cards. It gave yeah. them a value. It you know it gave them the worth. Now you're going to get those team of the years. You know, in two months' time, EA are going to release like a, a a rule breakers promo, and you're going to get a higher rated like De Bruyne or something. It's going to be pointless. So so he, here's my big thing about uh, this game and this EA Sports as a company. I can't believe that. Um, so I know you don't play a lot of Madden, but no. they they took FIFA to where Madden is, and Madden has been going downhill for about three. I never thought they would run the same mistake. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like they have done FIFA exactly in the same spot Madden is, and Madden is just a disaster. Um, so I just I I can't believe they were like, wow, we mudded one game. Let's run the same like blueprint and mud another one it just it, it makes zero sense that they did it so i don't know man i, I kind of want to get that part of of it in and and um we'll transition into football now but all together you're saying what two three four yeah like a three oh honestly it's it's, it's a tough one and, it, and it translates to views right like people just don't want to watch this game either because yeah why would you it's, it's no. a terrible game to watch it's a terrible game to play like yeah and, uh, speaking where do you where do you because i know you used to keeping on games for where do you rate football manager because i've been playing it a lot i haven't played it at all this year I, football manager is the sort of game where i'm like all in or not at all like, I, I need to because yeah, you get so, hooked yeah 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 i've been playing it on my nintendo switch and i just lay oh, yeah. in bed yeah i just lay in bed and just play it all night because you get hooked really quickly um so rare that's another kind of game, oh yeah Mate, it's, it's, have you played so rare yet no so hey, real quick for everybody oh. who doesn't know that's listening uh, so rare is an nft based um like fantasy uh, sports game basically yeah yeah you played a lot oh man i play it all the time and j- just so people are fully aware i am not sponsored with yeah. by so rare in any way shape or form i just genuinely love it yeah. Um, imagine FPL, right? Mm-hmm. But you buy the players. You, you, yeah. you, well, you play like the draft stuff from for NFL, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy, yeah. So yeah. it's like that, but you just own the players instead. In like, yeah. it's it's so, good, man. It's so good. for any for any for anyone that's a, a, a American listener out there, um, it's pretty much fantasy football, but for uh, European football, aka soccer. Um, and uh, yeah, point system, but the problem is you own the players and there's rewards at any weeks. The only reason I don't play it, and I've told you this a million times, that I'm just afraid of NFTs. I've always been, yeah. I don't, I'm, I, you know. No, I can't understand that. Yeah, it's volatile, yeah. man. Like, yeah, yeah, some of the players I've bought have lost, like some of them literally thousands of pounds on. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's, it can be tough and it's still, you know, it's still a, a brand new, like, part of our lives, the whole yeah. Web3, NFTs, crypto, and it yeah. will be the future. But until it becomes 
like regulated and just normal day to day, it's yeah. it's going to be all over the place. And a lot of people will make a lot of money and a lot of people will lose everything a lot of money. during yeah. that time. Yeah. I, th- I think there needs to be some type of system in place where, 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 where I don't know, that just might sound weird, but like just legitimizing things because you see so many scams in the world with NFTs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Where like yeah. eventually like i don't know some type i don't know i don't even know if i'm making sense but i think that's the scary part for me is you never know you get what i'm saying like if stuff is real not real if it's gonna disappear tomorrow and all that stuff man but um yeah yeah, there's a lot of bad actors in the in there because it's because it's new like it's so much harder to be like a bad actor in like stocks or shares or a brand new company that you might start up it's harder to like run like be like pump and dump with that or like rug pull but with nfts it's like it's real easy to like like create something that you can showcase as a really good project yeah get some like top content creators behind it that like really believe in your project like put it in their videos on their tweets and stuff and then you like secretly you know you're just gonna wait till that gets pumped and then disappear it's, it's really well, we've, hard we've, like we've seen it we've seen it with and i, I don't want to talk too much on this one but i think logan paul has a little bit of drama going on with the nft yeah that he created. yeah hold on yeah yeah so it's tough and and and, and i know so rare there's a lot of people that play a lot of my friends play because not just you a lot of the content creators i know play it and don't promote it they just play it behind the scenes yeah and yeah. don't talk about it um i i told you many times i was going to get into it but then i never did because i'm just terrible with investing and i'm always been scared of nfts but um yeah, yeah. man Anyways, um, we're gonna we're gonna swiftly move on. I want to get to Arsenal so bad, dude, because I know you want to get to Arsenal. Because, dude, I've been friends with this guy for eleven years now, ten years. It's been a long time, and this yeah, is the well, yeah. this is the first time in that period where you guys probably have had a legitimate chance of winning yeah. this thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I think we do, but I think Man City today were back, weren't they? They, I know it was FA Cup, but they smashed Chelsea. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be close. The yeah. like, we're we're going to get into Arsenal in a minute. Uh, real quick, uh, a lot of news broke around England uh, of, of the Befica news. I quickly want to touch on this. Um, Befica, they're saying that Befica, uh, the corruption and paying referees. Um, to a lot of people that don't know, because I know people want me to touch this, uh, this is an old topic. It's actually three years old. Um, there was a guy named Luis Felipe Vieira who was our president. Um, this guy was a crook. He was, every time he made a sale like João Felix, he was stealing the money from Benfica oh, and pocketing it. He's actually about to go to jail. He's going to he's going to jail for just, you know, crook stuff. He was stealing every single... Why would you do that when you're like... Yeah, it's crazy. Benfica, so like- every, every player he sold, he was taking percentages of the sales. Um, and um, and uh, now, you know, we went through this email thing where emails got hacked and they said that Benfica, this guy in, in particular, was was speaking to refs and stuff. But Benfica in Portugal got cleared. No, Nowhere in Portugal is reporting about this, but England's reporting about it. So, Nep, this is where I bring you in because you're English. Do you think Chelsea is behind this because they're butthurt about the Enzo stuff? Mm. I, because, I, man. because Benfica have a legitimate chance here, from what I'm reading, of taking Chelsea to court. Because oh, is that right? you can't speak to a player under contract unless you have an agreement with the club to buy him out or uh, an agreement to, to buy him. And there is no, there was never an agreement. And they offered Enzo salaries three times what we pay him. Jeez. So do you think yeah. so? Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, it's very possible, man. It, it doesn't even have to necessarily be Chelsea Football Club, right? It could be like, like Chelsea fans within England. Yeah, Chelsea fans or like somebody that's part of Chelsea that knows a guy that's like, oh yeah, if you did do something, like I'm not saying you should, but if you did, you know, that kind of thing, like, yeah. I don't know, man. It, like, I guess the timing's pretty bad. 
Um, it's weird. It's weird that because this this has been a thing in Portugal for three years. It, like they there was a, it was a, called the emails and um, Benfica kind of got cleared of that. But then when throughout the emails they found the guy was stealing money from Benfica. Now he's in going through court, the Supreme Court to see if he's going to jail and stuff like that. So and that's when Ricosta took over recently. That's why Ricosta yeah. got president. So. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm not I'm not blaming Chelsea in any way, shape or form. But I will say one thing. There is a lot of negative energy around Chelsea. And that's where exactly yeah. we're going to start. Do you fodder? Do you fire Potter? They made a massive mistake letting the German manager go. If you if you look in that Chelsea situation, what do you do? I, I, I think I always come back to. Like, like Finger, Ferguson and then Arsenal's other managers, Unai Emery and Freddie Lundberg for a little bit of time, and then Arteta. And, you know, it, a year into Arteta's reign as Arsenal manager, everyone was calling for his head. Not me personally, because, you know, when you spend that much time under Pep, it's going to come good. But, you ha- like, I know everyone wants that instant like gratification. New manager comes in and all of a sudden you're like, best team in the world. That's just not reality. Like, you have to give a manager... I, I-, I honestly think, like, two seasons. Unless they're, like wildly underperforming you know if, Ch- if Chelsea are like relegation zone that sort of area like then you'd be like okay maybe the manager's a problem but otherwise like he needs his players the way that he plays like he needs to bring in he needs to set like the, the culture is more important I think and you can't just do that overnight like you have to give the manager time you have to and so and Potter is a great manager I, I, I think he needs time like this season and next at the very least do you do you think the firing of 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 Tuchella, however you say his name, was too quick? Because I think that was way too quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same scenario, right? Like, give yeah. the man time. You know, give him time. Like Chelsea had, what did they have? Like two two transfer windows or three transfer windows where they couldn't even buy players. Like, yeah. Like, what do you want the man to do? Right? He's like, he's a manager, not a miracle worker. Like, yeah, and and, and, yeah. That, and that's where that's where I, I wish I know Portugal was going for Roberto Martinez, but I, I wish we would have went for. Tuchel, which I probably I don't think he would have taken that job, but um, yeah, man. With with that being said, I mean, you see the job that that, and and this is one thing I said: the job that Chavi's doing at Barca. I thought he was the right man for the for the job because he could have time where fans wouldn't turn on him so quickly because he's yeah. a club legend. They love him. Yeah. It's hard to turn on Chavi, and with the financial situation and what they were in, this was the perfect fit for them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. because you could let it ride and, and no matter if it goes good or bad, it's, it's Chavi. So you don't turn it. Now he's performing, dude. I mean, they're top of the table. They're, they're, they're cooking yeah. Real Madrid right now. It, it's looking good. Oh uh, yeah. They're one, one nil. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly it. Right. And like, what did he do? He brought in some players that he wanted. Uh-huh. He got to keep the players that he wanted to keep. Yeah. And he let go, you know, like I know Busquets is going to be leaving this year. And like, he brought in young quality players. Like, yeah. Like, that's that's exactly what you're saying. You need that time, right? And I wouldn't be surprised. I know they're out of the Champions League now, right? Already they're in the Europa League, aren't they? Yeah, but 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 I wouldn't they, be surprised if they won everything that they're in still now this season. But it, me neither. I I think they they have United, which is going to be a tough game. But I think I think they eliminate United in the Europa League. With that being said, the reason I I brought all that up is because they could have been quick to drop Xavi when he got yeah. Eliminate yeah. to Frankfurt in the Europa League because yeah. Barca should have won that Europa League. So yeah, they could have been done, yeah. they could have been quick to move, but they stayed. And and it looks like they've gotten it right. Them going to the Europa League this season, that was a really tough group. And they had injuries. I think their group was Bayern, Inter, them, yeah. and one more team. It's a tough yeah, group, like, dude. Yeah. That's 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 a real tough group. So um yeah, man, but I, I think it's important that they they sat through it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I it, you might get mad at you might 
look at this differently when I say this, and I don't mean in any way, shape, or form disrespectful. I don't think Potter's the guy for England because, I mean, for Chelsea, because I just don't know if English managers are it right now. Now, when it comes to yeah. the Prem, you look at Arteta, the Spanish, the Spanish mentality, Guardiola, the Spanish yeah. mentality, 10 with the Netherlands. And, and it's all a certain style of football that they're all yeah. trying to practice. Yeah. And, and there's not many English managers that practice that style of football. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and that's what, that's what Wenger did when he came to the Premier League mm-hmm. is he brought a different style of football and, and kind of like, I guess, like copied, you know, Barcelona and mm-hmm. the, the Spanish games. And now you're seeing like Ten Hag comes over, and I, I think he said something the other day in a um, in an interview, mm-hmm. which I completely agree with. And he's like, like it's not about the players first; it's about like, like the culture. You know, it's, it's about the training. Like Sancho got sent away because Ten Hag didn't think he was fit, whereas prior to that, Sancho was being played, having bad performances. Everyone thinks Sancho's washed, didn't deserve that payout or whatever, but. You know, you get someone like Ten Harker coming in, be like, get fit, then get on the pitch, and we'll yeah. see what you can do. You know, and it's it's important that you get the right training regime and the right, yeah, or like the players in the right mental space, and and it's so important that they just respect the manager's vision yeah. and what he's bringing. Otherwise, everyone might as well just pack their bags and go home because yeah. you're just showing up for a paycheck at that point. Well, what I mean by the the English style is, for example, Newcastle, right? With, with Eddie, they're 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 cooking, but they're cooking because they have like one of the best defenses. It's a different yeah. style of football that they're doing it with. It's the same thing with, with Southgate, Southgate with England. Y'all were defensively, y'all are amazing. Offensively, yeah. sometimes you guys are a little bit worse. Terrible. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's just yeah. the English way. They know how to do well, good, good defense, and the attacking where it's a little bit off. Um, and you've seen what Arteta done. I, I've, been a, I've been a guy that's, that's been against 10 um, but he's doing a fantastic job. He's just made the reason I was against him is because of the moves he made. But I, the moves he's made just take big balls, and he's done it. Like the yeah. Ronaldo move, the Sancho yeah. move, the move to not play Casemiro right away. A yeah. lot of his moves have been moves that have like, I guess because it's it's it takes big ball big ball moves. I've kind of been very like critical, but he's gotten it right. He is getting it right, and and all of a sudden. Man United find themselves like on the precipice of being in the title race. You know what I mean? Like if they're if not, they, yeah. if they get a nine, if they if they can find themselves a nine in this window and yeah. someone that could put the ball in the back, because Rashford will eventually slow down. You can't ask that many goals of a winger. I don't think. Yeah. I no, no. Well, I, like I, I think Rashford's like finding himself again though, and I think if like they they've been linked to Veghorst from Besiktas, mm-hmm. and I think he's like perfect for them because you have Rashford and then either Anthony or Sancho. Or yeah. uh, what's that Garnacho? Garnacho, yeah, yeah, like those as wingers, and then someone like Veghorst as like a big centre forward. I, I think that's that would be amazing for Man United. Yeah. I think it would work really well for well, them. But where they're at now, they're like they're only nine points behind Arsenal, and Arsenal have got a really tough set so of fixtures coming up. But so does United. So does United. United has Arsenal and City back to back. I think it is. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal got Spurs, then United, then Everton and Brentford. Yep, and then City, and that's that's like that's, that's tough. tough. It's a tough month, yeah. and, and 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 so does United. I said I know they're linked with with the dude from the Netherlands. I I thought that United should go, and you might laugh when I say this. I thought they should have went after Mitrovic, the dude that's yeah, hundred oh, percent. 
that Mate, I, he's unreal. He's yeah, unreal. I, yeah. I just think it's a guy that okay, he's not your. Those guys are not your future nines, but there's somebody that can you can cut that comes in right now and helps you fight for top. Yeah, three. easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Especially Mitrovic because of the fact that he just he's cooking in the prem right now. The dude is scoring yeah. a stupid amount of goals. Yeah. Um, and 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 he's and he's really 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 cooking. Um, I want to get. To Arsenal, but I know we're gonna go crazy with Arsenal when we get there. So before we go to Arsenal, I'm gonna switch completely to a different thing, and I want to give you the Mbappe news. And I, All right, want, go I, on. I didn't hear it, so yeah, I'm interested. It's, it's nuts. Um, so the the guy who runs France, you know the the French national yeah, team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, the, the the no, the guy who runs, like the guy who like hires the managers. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Yeah. So he pretty much said if Zidane called, he wouldn't pick up the phone, and Mbappe tweeted out today. We don't disrespect French leg- legends. Jesus, like where where are you with this, bro? Like, are you so pretty much the guy saying he would not hire Zidane as France's manager, and Mbappe's not on board with the whole thing? How, you think Mbappe's in the wrong for tweeting this? Do you think Mbappe is in the right? Uh, it's a tough one, dude. Because this this what, starts. What, to- I th- what I think first of all is like like with all due respect, it's none of Mbappe's business. He's not okay. the manager, and and I th- I think that whatever's gone on at PSG with mm-hmm. him being whatever you know the owner or like you know him getting some ridiculous contract where he gets a say in transfers and stuff like that, like he is an insane football player and he will win Ballon d'Ors and he will break records. But he's a kid and he's yeah. got an ego like a big one. Yeah, he, he thinks he's he just thinks he he's in control, and it's like. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have tweeted something like that. But also, I don't think it's a big deal because at the end of the day, if I'm in in charge of managers and Mbappe tweeted that, I couldn't give a shit because I'm but, in charge, not but, him. Like, but, but if you're the France manager that's there now and you're staying there and you've seen Mbappe almost pretty much say that we should be, because in a way it's almost like Zidane, you should consider, you know what I mean? Like you should maybe yeah, put I, I, well, I, I mean, it's a very easy out for Mbappe, right? Because he'll go to Deschamps and be like, Look, that wasn't personal to you. I just think that he'd be like, I think he was wrong for saying no to Zidane ever. So I yeah. just wanted to stand up for him. And then what can you say to that? Like, there you go. Like, So here's my thing. Um, I am, I am, I'm a massive Mbappe fan. I, I love the kid, but I want to say this. The ego is a problem for him because yeah. the player for me that had the biggest ego ever is Cristiano Ronaldo. But the difference with Ronaldo's ego was this. His ego was, who's the best player in the world? Me. Not discussing managers or yeah. this. In the beginning of his career, he would just have ego stuff where he would say he's like the best. And, and everybody saw his ego because of that. With, with, with Mbappe, it, it's an ego to the point where like you hear stories about him wanting certain players gone from, M- from PSG. You hear like yeah. managers. That's a, that's a different type of ego, dude. That's, yeah, that that's is, a strange yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, especially for a kid, man, it's like, like who who are you realistically? You know, like, hey, you've won a World Cup, you've lost in a World Cup final, you're yeah. only the second person in history to score a hat trick in a World Cup final. But but at the end of the day, let the managers manage, let the owners own, let the players play. Like when, when if he wants to become a manager, retire, yeah, get your ba- coaching badges and become the manager, right? Where are you at with like the whole new generations, like? like raising kids now is tough and you're a father. So I know you must, it's hard. Um, with that being said, how do you feel like when we grew up, 
players played and now players almost feel like they run clubs. For example, Enzo uh, told our manager after the World Cup, didn't want to play for Benfica um, for against Braga. We go and we lose our first game of the season. He didn't want to play, but we played him and we played terrible. Then after that, we asked him not to leave the country. He leaves to Argentina. Um, then he misses two trainings because of going to Argentina. When he comes back on the third training, he tells the manager he wants to leave. Um, and, um, and we tell him no. And I, like, how do you feel players are acting, dude? Because the Enzo thing is something I've just n- never seen a player. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. It's, it's another, it's another ego thing. Right. And I actually tweeted this last night. Like, I, I know, like I had a conversation. I think he was tagged in it all with about Enzo the other day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. So first of all, the tweet that I put out initially, right, was just yes. a so rare joke tweet. It, it wasn't even deep. I like it could have been. It could have been the left back that yeah. got the bad score, and I would have yeah. just circled him and be like, "Tell me you miss Enzo, or whatever." Right. right, 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 right. But I've watched Enzo since I won him on so rare, like Incredible. about a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. I watched him at River, and I watched him at Benfica, and I watched him at the World Cup, and I've never seen an ego from him. Yeah, and I literally tweeted out like. How how he handles this next part of his career will determine whether he becomes a like a midfielder that's in contention for team of the year every year, or like you know regarded as one of the best midfielders in world football, or whether he just becomes another guy at a club, yeah. right? Because ev- everyone can just be a guy, right? Yeah. But he, he has the skill set to be the best midfielder in world football. I genuinely believe it. Like the double pivot, the way he plays a double pivot is like yeah, he's just unreal. Yeah, but he has to humble himself; otherwise, he'll never get there. Um, f- for me, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Benfica fan. You know, based on what he's done lately, I, 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 I don't like him. Um, but the only person I've seen perform this well so quickly and not be from outside of Europe as a midfielder is Valverde. Yeah. At this age, the, the guy is incredible. And I say that yeah. like because Benfica struggled last season because of our midfield, and he came in and single-handedly changed the team completely. So yeah. there, there's no doubt in my mind that I believe this guy. I want to say he's top five young midfielders, but I don't want to do that because Pedri's out there. You got to probably top yeah. 10. I want to do top 10 because there's Jude, there's Musiala, there's so many. Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. dude. I mean, there's Valverde as well. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a yeah. lot. Gavi, Pedri, there's so many. Um yeah. So it's one of those things. Uh, Let me ask you something though, right? If he said he wants to leave and then Benfica said no, and the Benfica fans aren't really happy with him. What what does that mean for the next six months? Like surely you would just let him go now. Cause you could, maybe you don't get the 120 million buyout clause, but you could probably get 70 or 8 million from him, make a whole bunch of money. And and like, you won't have a bad season now. You already made it to the knockout stages of the champions league. You already like, I don't, I think you're like four, five, six points clear on the table, right? Like, You will still have a great season if you sell him now. So this is this is my thing, right? Um, for me personally, I supposedly it's squashed. He's back to training. We got Spartan coming up this week. Um, it's a huge game. This is what I would have done if I was Ricosta. I don't believe any player is worth $100 million unless your name's Mbappe or Holland. It's just what I believe. Because as you see Darwin, he's having good stats for Liverpool. But because he went for almost $100 million, you can't live up to that. You can't. It's it's very very hard to live up to that. So with that being said, if I was being, if I was Ricosta, I would have been like, hey, we have a really good offer from Chelsea. It's ninety million. This is what we're gonna do. I need you to play against Braga. I need you to play against Sporting. And the moment we finish these games, we're gonna negotiate you. 
yeah. and, and move you. But we need to get through because Braga was in third place at the time and Sporting yeah. is in fourth but close in their arrival. So it's one of those things where it's like, let us get through this phase and then go. Now, now it's a tough one because Chelsea, you're not going to sell them to Chelsea because of what they've done, right? Now there's beef there because supposedly they win salaries. So who, where are you going to move them to now? And what teams are going to offer for someone who with this kind of – you know, he kind of showed an ego, dude, and a tough one. He yeah. didn't listen to president. Who gets him now if you don't want to move him to Chelsea? Who's going to give that money? Yeah, well, I did see like Liverpool were linked to him a couple of times, but yeah, I mean, well, Klopp, Klopp, he, he Klopp will eventually him. end up at like Barcelona or Madrid, right? He mm-hmm. just will. He'll, he'll be there, or, or maybe like Bayern. In fact, he'd be perfect for Bayern right now because Gravenberch isn't doing it, Sabitza isn't doing it. Mm-hmm. Like they got a they got a problem next to Kimmich, and he would be great for them. But because he just thought, what he signed like a five five year deal with you guys, yeah, right? He, so he just he just yeah. got here like that. That that was the most mind blowing thing for me, and that's why I'm talking about these young kids. He signed. A, he's been with us for three months. He played th- yeah. two yeah. two and a half months. Went to the World Cup, and then he yeah. comes back and tries to force his way out. And for yeah. me, it's like, yo, bro, when you signed the contract, first of all, you knew there was a hundred and twenty buyout. You you have no control no more. Yeah. Like, do you know what? Do you know what it sounds like to me though? It sounds like bad advice. It sounds like there's people in his ear going, "Oh man, he's one golden boy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you 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 need to leave Benfica, man. Yep. Like you you're bigger than this club. When somebody should be there sitting, saying, t- telling him, play out this season at Benfica, show the world that you're not just uh-huh. you know one hit wonder kind of thing. Prove yourself and then get that big move. Yeah, yeah because like, I think I think Benfica I think Benfica could have just went to them with a piece of paper and been like, look, man. We're going to move you. Look what we've done with Darwin. Look what we've done with yeah. Di Maria. Look what we've done with Renato Sanchez. We will move you. Just yeah. give us give us this season, and we're going to move you. Because Benfica's never going to get that 120. And I don't even think they do. I think for Ricosta, and this is what I think right now is, he's a, you know Ricosta, he's a, he's a legend. This guy made a lot of money in football. I don't, our old president, because he was stealing money, was all about money. This guy wants to win. When he came back yeah. to Benfica, he came back to Benfica to retire, and he signed a contract that didn't have, it was a blank contract. He didn't know how much money he was making. He just wanted to retire. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't think I think this guy just wants to see Benfica win. He's a Benfica fan at heart, and I, and I think that uh, it's a big deal to see him win. So I, I I just like I just do you think the young generation of kids are a little bit out of control? Like in yeah, Bobby, yeah. Val, yeah. uh, not Valverde. Valverde is a good kid. Uh, uh, Enzo. We've seen it with a lot of players, dude. Where they just yeah. their ego is gets big fast. Yeah, it does. And then that, like social media doesn't help with that. Like speaking of social media, you see like Ronaldo went to Al Nasser. Uh-huh. They went, they gained like 10 million Instagram followers in like three days because <laughs> he went there. Like how uh, mad is that? In, in my opinion, I always have this conversation. Um, there's no, we're not going to, there's no point of arguing that Messi, the GOAT, we, we can all like know what he's done. But just like in basketball, LeBron James and Michael Jordan argued the GOAT, but Kobe was one of the most influential players ever. Do you think yeah. Ronaldo is the most influential player 100%. of all time? Yeah, 100%. Me too. Yeah. The, the guy is everywhere. Everyone does his celebration. The amount of pool he has on social, he's just crazy, dude. People love him. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he does. And, like, and people love to hate him. Yeah. Whereas I don't think people love to hate Messi. I think like he's hard Messi's to hate. just, yeah, he is hard to hate. But Ronaldo is easy to hate. And that's yeah. why I think he has more followers and has more influence and, and gets paid more money because because of that, yeah, I, I, de- I definitely think Ronaldo is considerably more influential than uh, the Messi. Yeah. Like you say, like Messi doesn't have a celebration or a catchphrase or or 
or anything like that. Don't you know even, what I mean? He don't even like, speak English. He don't yeah. even. He never yeah. like he could have learned English and be like, all right, let me l- learn English to push my brand because you know it's it's just a way to push his brand. But he never really did. Man, he's a quiet guy and he gets it done on the field. Arsenal. Uh oh, here we go, mm. baby. Um, I got a, I got a tweet just now from a homie and it says this. Oh, this is interesting. Here we go. Um, uh, actually, wait. Before we go to Arsenal, let let's give one quick shout out to our sponsor one more time. I'm gonna play you guys a quick video, man. Everybody that's watching the live, man, again, uh, hit that uh, hit that big W in the in, in in the live. If you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify, man, make sure to rate it, uh, subscribe. It. We're gonna take a quick break, really quick, um, to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. We'll be right back with Nep to sp- speak on uh, Arsenal and the, and the Premier League. We will be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Philo. There's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little TV, but not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill. That's why I cut the cord. If you love TV, Philo is your solution. Philo is live and on-demand TV for just $25 a month. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has VH1, BET, A&E, AMC, plus more than 60 channels like Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and Discovery. Now, y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our TV set up and starting to watch our shows was super, super easy with Philo. Speaking of shows, never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts, commitments, or hassle. Philo allows multiple profiles, multiple streams. Everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Never fight on who gets to pick what to watch. Easy to use and super easy to sign up. Watch from your phone, your laptop, your TV, your Roku TV, your Fire Stick, Apple TV, Samsung or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money, for less hassle and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. All right, man, it's time to talk about Arsenal. Let me give you all some backstory about Nep. Nep is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest Arsenal fans. Never turned his back on Arsene Wenger. Never turned his back on Giroud. You, you never, you are a Arsenal in and out, bro. And I'm going to read this to you and we'll get into you guys being in first place. Here we go. Arsenal defender William Saliba, and they say how much he's worth, 80 million, has been ranked as the fifth most valuable center back in world football. Let's start there. How you feel about yeah. Saliba? You 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 get behind that? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I like I watch a lot more football in this last like twelve to eighteen months than I have done probably in the last ten to fifteen years. Um, and I bought him on so rare. So when he was at Marseille, and I watched him a lot there, mm. and um, it's hard to believe it was he like twenty one, twenty two, uh, very like, young, yeah, like even maybe even twenty age. still, like yeah, uh, like it's hard to believe because. He is so comfortable on the ball. Now, he has mistakes in him, right? He does. And Gabriel next to him also has mistakes in him. Mm. But Saliba is so fast and he's strong and he reads the game well. But the thing that gives him an edge over a lot of other young centre-backs right now is that when he picks up that ball, when he when he gets the tackle or the interception, he, he can dance around a, a pressing attacker and then pass the ball off. You know, And that's like... That is what turns your defense into an attack rather than a defender getting the ball, punting it clear, and then the pressure stays, you know? Yeah, 21, by the way. Is it, yeah, 21, yeah. 21 years old. Yeah. The, 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 the kid's absolutely incredible. Um, before we get into your, what you guys need and, and, and how you've seen the season, where do you got Saka? If you had to rate him right now, you see how good Rashford's cooking because I think him and Rashford might be the two best English players right now. And that's a big one because there's Harry yeah. Kane out there. There's, there's yeah. 
there's Jude it's Bellingham. Like, there's a lot. I'll t- yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you, the, like, the thing I say about Sakurai is he's he, he, he's not exceptional at anything, but he's very good at everything. Do you know, like, he is so simple. He doesn't do tricks and skills. He's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. He doesn't have the best shot. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, he's just not great at anything. Mm-hmm. But he is just so well-rounded. And Gareth Southgate said it during the World Cup. He said he, he's never seen a player be able to receive the ball under pressure as well as Saka. And it's stuff like that, again, that offers so much. You know, like when you've got a defender literally like on you, you know, some some guy who's like six inches bigger than you, bigger than you, stronger than you, and he's like right on your back. For you to be able to receive the ball and either spin and create something or lay the ball off and, and open your teammates up, that's that's why Saka is so good. And and just like Salabar, it's about how he interprets the game. Yeah. That's what makes him special. So this this is what I want to clarify because I know a lot of people are like, well, did he just say that Saka and Rashford are the best English players? Uh, when it comes to talented English players, you got foe and you have a lot. What I mean when I say that is if Saka goes down with an injury, Arsenal are in a lot of trouble. Arsenal suffer, yeah, 100%. If Rashford goes down with an injury right now, Manchester United could tumble. It's one of those things where these two players are so important to their team. I, could, I think... I think, you know, they could get by without Jude Bellingham. They can get by without Harry Kane. I don't know if they can get by without Saka. I don't know if they can get by without Rashford. Yeah, I think they're two of the most influential English players in their teams right now. Super important. These yeah. two guys. You know what I mean? You know, um, yeah. So, uh, but, you know, um, we're, we're in the transfer window. Before we get to the transfer window, how have you seen this season as an Arsenal fan, dude? Because, like, it's one of those things where everyone in the world is waiting for you guys to fumble. And yeah. it just hasn't happened. Yeah, it hasn't happened. It's mad. Um, I like. I, I. I. think. I say this all the time on stream, right? I think if you ask any reasonable Arsenal fan, we're still fingers crossed that we're in a top four come the end of the season. And I know it's like you look at the table, you look at how many points clear we are, you look at how well we're playing, but mm-hmm. only lost one. It is literally so imperative to get Champions League football next season. Yes, because of what we're building. If we can get in Champions League next season, think of who else would then want to come to Arsenal. And that's when we can then push on to actually challenge and win trophies. But first things first, we have to get Champions League football. So although like I am waiting for it to fall apart and, you know, no Gabriel Jesus, but Anketia is good. But all it takes now is Saka to get injured or Saliba to get injured or like, you know, we don't have any depth really or Xhaka to get injured. Then all of a sudden it's going to get tough. And when the cup competitions start coming in, like they have this weekend, and when um, the European football comes back and we're playing Thursday, Sundays again, we haven't got a squad big enough to to go deep into the European competitions yeah. and win the Premier League. Or like, we haven't even got a squad big enough to just win the Premier League. So, yeah, we need to make some signings. But I, I still th- I don't think we'll win the Premier League this season. Well, I, I, I still I think to- it's about top four, yeah. I, I, I want to stop you for a second because that point you hit of you guys getting Champions League football, um, that is so important because of what I'm about to say here. And, and, and again, I, I don't want to disrespect Arsenal in any way possible, but Liverpool, um, you look at Liverpool, uh, Luis Diaz, Darwin Nunez, uh, uh, Thiago, uh, Manchester United, Casemiro, uh, Varane, Man City uh, pulled Holland, Alvarez, uh, uh, Chelsea pulled Nkunku. Arsenal hasn't pulled a superstar football name because you guys have pulled players that you guys have turned into great players. 
Yeah. You guys have the pool because of the lack of Champions League, I think. I think that's what I agree with what you're saying. You need to get Champions League because yeah. it will offer you massive more pool. Because even when you guys brought in Odegaard, that wasn't, he was a, a future star, but it wasn't someone where he, like, maybe Gabriel Jesus, but he was a bench player uh, at City. Yeah, like, yeah, Jesus was a rotation player at City. He's not a superstar. Yeah, like, not a superstar. Like, that You yeah. guys haven't pulled a superstar. No. Again, but, like, when you look at like Liverpool going uh -huh. for like Bellingham, you know, or Musiala, like, uh -huh. this is the kind of player that's like, yeah, we need somebody who is an already established world class player. That's What's what your last in. superstar? Ozil? I probably would say Ozil, yeah. I mean, it's, like you could argue like Lacazette or Aubameyang, but but you know, Ozil Lacazette was a big fisher. Yeah, I think Ozil was definitely the biggest. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been Alexis a while. Sanchez as well when he before he like he was at Barcelona prior. True. Yeah, that was a pool, big pool. So, the, so those two guys right there, those, like, and that's what I mean. I, I just think because, like, you see City, like United, right? United pulling players like Casemiro and Varane, and and then even, even, even now, Liverpool pulling Gapo when they're in the position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where where uh, Arsenal and and but Arsenal need this and also don't need this because what the 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 game. Okay, so I was not an Arteta believer. You're gonna laugh at me when I say this until I watched the show. Oh yeah. Remember that show that yeah, came on yeah, Amazon yeah, Prime? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I watched and I said, I, I understand now what he's doing. And I understand like you're bored, how they would talk to Arteta and they would be like, This is a this is for the future. This is a plan. Like they had something in place where yeah. they had a vision for this. And now yeah. you guys are here. I want to be honest with you. I think that if I was a betting man, I would bet on you guys getting second. Do I think it's yeah. possible for you to win the league? Yes. But for that to happen, you they need depth. Yeah, and, and then even with death, right, we're looking at Mudrik from Shakhtar. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how, like, we're looking to be paying 60 set, like, they want 100 million for him, and we're, like, offering, like, 60 million. This kid has had a couple of good games in the Champions League. Yeah. And then is playing in the Ukrainian League. Like, he should he should be one that we buy for, like, 20, 30 million to see if he turns into someone good, yeah. not for 100 million. Like, like I don't know, like, I've seen a few people in the chat, like, oh, we're, we're desperate for Mudrik. And... None of us have seen Mudrik play a game of football outside of those like three or four Champions League games, man. Like, and yeah, okay, he scored a goal against like Celtic or something. Like, well done. Like, Hibernians score a goal against Celtic as well. We don't want their striker. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. So I, I, I would love Joao Felix. He's got a lot of uh, experience at good, good level. You know, Champions League level, international yeah. level. And I think, I think the money would be better wasted on Joao Felix because you, yeah, when you're, when you're competing for a title, I think Joao Felix can help you with that because you saw him at the World Cup. You've seen what he can do, and I, yeah. I can only imagine he would be amazing under Arteta. Um, the kid's talented, but again, I also don't want to knock the dude from Shakhtar because I haven't really seen him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, me neither, man. And listen, I've watched some, like montages and stuff, like some highlights of him and that. But you know, the highlights show the good bits, not all of the bits. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's 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 crazy, man. And and it it just you know, it's one of those things where I, I think honestly, I think Arsenal don't even need stars. I think Arsenal just need players that can. At this point, I think you guys need bodies because, like you said, yeah. when that Europa League starts, dude, it, yeah. it's it's a lot of competitions on on all these players' legs. Um, and 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 when you look at City, when the Champions League starts, I actually think that's when they. I think City's better when they have a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, that's, they, yeah, yeah. Dude, you see I, the team that they put out today? Their second team smashed. Smash Chelsea four 0 like, it, it doesn't make sense. I I think they're a better team when they're flowing, when there's a lot of games and they're just going and going and going. Yeah. I think that's when they're better. Um, 
and and it goes. So, but yeah, dude, I I think I I think you guys can win the league. I don't think we should knock it because what you guys five points right now? Uh, nine points, I think. Are you? Oh nine? no, yeah, no, sorry, nine points over fourth. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, five, yeah, five points is five okay points. over City, and y'all play City soon. Yeah, if, if, you, I, I, like, if you beat that, City, that the one. Wait, yeah. okay, let's say you beat City, do you start believing? No, I don't, I don't think it's whether or not we beat City. No. Or not. No, no. What I think is, is okay. if we're top of the table after the City game, regardless of what the result is, uh-huh. if we're still top of the table after that game, that's all 19 teams that we played and we're still top of the table. That's when I sit there and think, okay, this could be possible. However, okay. you've seen City drop points to like four teams. They won't do that in the second half of the season. Okay, but if you end, if you if you get by all the games and you're five points clear... Then do you start feeling really confident? Is that the no, point? No, man, because five, five points is literally two games, right? Yeah. Like, that's it. Uh, like, ah. you lose two games in a row, all of a sudden you're second, and now you're chasing. Like, it's that quick. If you, if you had to predict your top four right now? Um, in no particular order. City, Arsenal, United, and um, Liverpool. Liverpool? You don't yeah, think I, I know. I know. Nah, see, a lot of people are gonna, like Newcastle got similar problems to Arsenal. They just don't have depth. Yeah, and, so and they pull it off. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think Liverpool will start cooking here soon too. I think. Yeah. I think there's gonna be a point where it has to start clicking, um, and and I think it. I think eventually it will. Um, but but uh, you, so you think United States top four? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, right now it looks like Ten Hogs getting through to United. They're playing good. Rashford's good. Casemiro is like man. How did why, why did he go to Man United? I don't know. He's way too good for them at the moment. But I, I, um, it's it's a weird one again because he, he is the best defensive. But they did give a lot, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Hit a lot for for um, twenty nine thirty year old. And 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 from what I'm seeing, they're getting Juan Felix. Well, unless Veghorst comes right, then they have no need for him because they just need a striker. Yeah. Um, I, so, yeah. I saw I saw something about Juan Felix or something like uh, uh, the loan deal is pretty crazy, but then the buyout is seventy million at the end. I saw something like that in the Portuguese news. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think uh, Juan Felix is a solid signing for them. But uh, I, dude, I, I just don't this this Mbappe news. I'm checking websites. The Mbappe news is making everywhere. I, I, they're making it kind of a bigger deal than than I think it is. Like you said, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it just and, and of, in ten years time, right when when we just talked about. Ronaldo versus Messi and who has the bigger pool, the most influence and why mm-hmm. in 10 years time when it's Haaland and Mbappe and Mbappe will have more followers and bigger influence because of things like this. You don't see Haaland in the news. Yeah. You don't see Haaland tweeting out about things. He just goes about his business and does him. Whereas yeah. Mbappe gets involved. Yeah. hundred percent. No, no, I, I, I'm with you. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, it, it, all right, we're going to do this and then we'll pretty much end up the podcast, uh, uh, with that. Um, I want your uh, I want your top five players in the Premier League right now. Probably Haaland's number one, right? Okay. Um, Trippier is definitely in top five. Whoa! Yeah, he's he is trying. He is one of the main reasons that Newcastle are as good as they are. Whoa! Um, that I did not think I would ever hear anyone say that. Yeah, that's a that's um, a good shout. Okay, okay. Uh, Erdegaard has to be in there because he just he, okay. is, he is just amazing, right? Okay. And I see your chat going mad as well. Like, you guys got to watch ball. Nah, <laughs> nah. Like, I, I, like, I, you know, listen, I respect you putting 
this is what people, this is my thing. I get a lot of you, like, as you, as you know, I've, the TikTok's kind of been going crazy and yeah. it's because some of my takes are absolutely crazy because when I, when I, when I give takes of top five players I've ever seen play, I, I give I, Ramos is up there for me because I yeah. respect defenders. Um, yeah. And what you said there about Trippy, I think, I think that right now in football, a lot of people don't respect after you pass Cam. Like the yeah. cam position up, yeah. like, and only the best; those are the best that people ever seen because of stats. And people don't think about, you know, like you said, bro, this uh, uh, Saliba guy. And again, I could be saying his name wrong. He's transformed your back line. Yeah, you you guys are not in first place without him, most likely. No, no, we definitely not. We don't know. We don't like again. It comes down to depth, right? Like, we, yeah, like we'd be playing Ben White at centre back, which means Tommy Asu or Cedric would be our fullback, and we just wouldn't be as good as we are. Like, it, it's it's. Everyone is as important as everybody else. Okay. Um, in terms of the other two, yeah, finish. It's hard. That. It's hard, man, isn't it? Like, you got I mean, Kev, you, you've got, got Mitrovic, mm-hmm. you've got De Bruyne, you've mm-hmm. got Casemiro killing it, you've got Mohamed mm-hmm. Salah still doing absolute bits. Like, it's it's really really hard to like. It, I, I think when you talk about top five, it has to just be your personal preference. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, for me, I would probably go with Casemiro and De Bruyne and Haaland, Erdegaard and Trippier. That'd be my okay. top five. Okay. See, I, I have a guy that a lot of people wouldn't really say, um, but I think that, I think Polinga for Fulham, and I know yeah, Portuguese is all about Yeah, the, the guy has the most tackles won in England. The guy, I don't even know yeah. how we didn't play him in the World Cup, but he, he, he's he been cooking. I don't know if we got him in the top five, but... um. But yeah, he he's up there. Um, uh, Darwin, a flop for you or not yet? Nah, man, nah, 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 nah. Like you know how good Nunez is, right? I, I think he's incredible, and I know how good Nunez is. And there, there's one stat that makes me know he's going to win the Golden Boot next year or the year after, year after. Is he has like 23 big chances missed this season? Imagine if he just scored half of them, and he will get to a point where he starts scoring them. And yeah. when he does, he won't stop. Once he gets that little bit, of, I mean, he scored in the cup, right? So, like, that's one down. He will eventually come good on those chances. Yeah. And that's when you will see, he, like, I, I, like when Haaland signed for City and Nunez signed, I tweeted out then, I think Haaland's going to outscore Nunez. And I still think Haaland, and it's easy to say now because, yeah. like, you know, halfway through the season. But, yeah, Darwin Nunez is not a joke. And I know he's getting sick, but he I, he will prove people wrong. Well, he's too good. Here, here's my biggest thing, and and we're gonna. Uh, I forgot about Liverpool. We have to touch on Liverpool. Um, my big thing is this: Darwin Nunez. I don't think anyone thinks Darwin's better than Holland. And the only reason people compare these two is because of the money. But I want to ask you a question: If there was no buyout clause on Holland, what would he have legitimately oh, gone for? Hundred fifty, maybe somewhere like, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, so the conversation between Darwin and Holland is not even close because yeah. Darwin went for a big price tag, but Holland would have went for a stupid price tag yeah. if it wasn't for that 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 clause that he has. Um, so we'll we'll talk about Liverpool for a second. They're they're not good. They're they've been bad this season. Darwin's missed a lot and caught a lot of heat, but I, I think I think it's on everybody from Ali yeah. to the midfield to Klopp. I think it's on everyone. If you're Liverpool. And this season keeps going bad like this. At what point do you point a finger at Klopp? Do you ever point a finger at Klopp? Um, no, not necessarily. Because like Liverpool, I mean, they lost, or I, I think they lost like 
one of the best players in world football in Mane. Like I know Salah got all of the goals and all the assists, but again, yeah. when you actually watch Liverpool, Mane did so much of the work to allow Salah to Agreed. to uh, like Agreed. you know prevail. So I think when they lost him, you know Diaz is good, but he's not Mane. Darwin is good, but he's not Mane. Jota is good, but he's not Mane. Like yeah. they have got really good players, but they've got a lot of injury problems at the moment, and that's one of the one of the biggest issues. Right, Robertson's been in and out of the team. Uh, like Van Dyke's out now for like four to six weeks. Uh, you know, Canate, great great player, got a bright future, but needs time to settle in. Liverpool are on that rebuilding phase. It took Arsenal way too long to rebuild. It took United way too long to rebuild. If Liverpool can get it right this this season or next, Klopp stay for another another like cycle. You know what I mean? Because he'll have another then like five to eight years if he wants of like quality young players yeah. that he just has to cultivate and bring through. Um, but if they go bad this season and next, then it'll be like okay, you've had your chance to like freshen up and and go through the. The, the new cycle and you you haven't and that would yeah. be a problem yeah then, well, then it would be like okay time for Klopp to go so here, here's the the two things that I want to say about this for me Klopp's biggest mistake is Enzo because they were the ones that were in the front seat for him and they didn't pull the trigger and Benfica oh yeah yeah he could oh before him. he went to Benfica yeah, okay yes, wow yeah, yeah we, we got him we stole him from Liverpool pretty much because oh, yeah. he was he was supposed to be there um and that was a, they could have had him. But with that being said, um, I think all of this is, um, in my opinion, and no one talks about it, I think Liverpool have one of the worst boards in, in the Prem. Um, nobody ever, like, really brings this up. But in my opinion, I, I don't want to say this is a, like, I never want to say this is a race thing, right? But we don't respect the African football enough. Mm-hmm. I think Mane last season was was well in the top five. Because yeah. he took Liverpool to a Champions League final. He yeah. won everything he could win in Africa. And nobody got his team. Remember, he had to beat Egypt to get them to the yeah. World Cup. Yeah, he, he literally sent Salah out. Yeah. Yes, he had yeah. to win. He had to beat Egypt to win the African Cup of Nations. This guy was one of the most important players in football. And we they didn't pay him. Yeah. They just they didn't pay him, dude. They at the end of the day, Liverpool didn't pay. Liverpool don't pay their superstars. Look how they almost lost Salah, dude. Yeah. Because they didn't want to pay. They just, that board doesn't want to pay the big money. And Salah and Mane, in my, no way, shape, or form am I saying this is it, but Salah and Mane breaking up is as big as MSN breaking up. Neymar, Suarez, and Messi. Yeah. Like, that's how big it is to a team. They, that's stuff that should have never broken up. Mane and Salah should have never broken up. And Neymar, Suarez, and Messi should have never broken up. Yeah. With with Mane, though, it's okay to get rid of him if you're bringing in another world-class but, but superstar. But who is there? Right? But, who, but who is yeah, there? Precisely, that? right? There isn't yeah. quite. Like, outside of when Ronaldo stopped playing the left-wing position, outside of Mane, who, who is there? Like, it ain't Luis Diaz. It, like, it ain't Rashford, no disrespect, but yeah, Rashford, Son, Rashford not, Son, okay. Son and left-wing, like, man, imagine Son at Liverpool. Uh-huh. I, I think he would be different gravy. Incredible, but, yeah. incredible. Yeah. You don't Neymar, really have... Neymar, Neymar doesn't play left wing anymore. Guys. No, Mbappe. Mbappe. But, yeah. now, but now you're saying names that you're going to have to pay stupid money to get in and also stupid salaries. Son, yeah. you're going to have to pay. Uh, uh, um, um, Mbappe, you're going to have to pay a stupid salary. Then there's Vinny, but Madrid, you're going to pay crazy. So realistically, yeah. outside of Mane, you had the best. 
Yeah. And you had a top five left winger or a top three, and you just let him go because you didn't want to pay him. I, yeah. I don't blame Klopp for this one. I, I, I truly, I, I think the board really, really dropped the ball for Liverpool because you, you got to try to keep a core together that's going to three Champions Leagues in five years. Yeah. That's a lot. And I'm telling you something, Mane, Darwin, and Salah together would have been... Yeah, would have been good. To, to the guy saying he wanted to leave, you got to understand politics in football, right? What's Klopp going to say? Our board wouldn't pay him, so he decided to go. Yeah. No, he's going to say, oh, he came to me, he wanted a new challenge. I'm sad. Cause you, you saw in the interview with Klopp, he was sad yeah. that Mane left. He was sad. He was like, yeah, he's one of the best best players in world football. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, like, was he gonna? Was he gonna? Oh yeah, the board wouldn't give this guy the money that he he wanted, and so we lost him. Fuck. Yeah, like, he's not gonna say that, is he? <laughs> like, no. You 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 think you think for sure it was a money thing, right? Because I think it was a money thing. I think a hundred percent it was a money thing. I think. I don't know. To, like, look, uh, like, yeah, may, in, maybe it was a money thing. In my opinion, that if you are that guy. I think he should have been on the Kevin De Bruyne wages. I think yeah. he should have been on the Salah way. I think he he and Salah are, and Kevin De Bruyne were the best three players in the Premier League before Holland everybody got there. I, I, yeah. think, I think those three were the guys, no? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I think De Bruyne, it's, it's crazy to think he's only like 30 years old, right? Like, yeah. man, what, what like, it's, it's so crazy like when we talk about Messi and Ronaldo and we don't disrespect other players, but De Bruyne's like, again, you know, you talk about that thing of like, once you go past the cam position, nobody cares, right? And it's like, De Bruyne, he's, he's probably been over the last decade the, the fourth or be- fifth best player in world football consistently over 10 years. Like, that's not easy to achieve over that long a period of time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, like with Mane, Salah, De Bruyne, you know, like uh, Saka, like players like that. They're just, they are just the best, you know? Yep. Yep. All right, man. This, this podcast has been incredible. Before I let you go, who wins the Champions League? Uh, Real Madrid. Oh, you don't got City? No. Real Madrid, okay. City are serial chokers, man. Okay. Europa League, Arsenal, Man United, and Barca uh, would be favorites. Yeah, Bar- Barcelona will win the, Champions- win the Europa League, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's what you got? Ooh, those are hot takes. I like those. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think it's between. Uh, last thing I'm gonna leave you with: PSG or Bayern? Who gets through that game? I got Bayern. I just don't trust PSG. Nah, I think. Nah, I P- think P- P- PSG. PSG have got it. PSG. You, so long as um, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe all start and are all fit. Okay. I, I think Bayern have actually got real bad defensive issues right now. Hernandez is out for the rest of the season. Pavard doesn't like the manager. Doesn't like Pavard. The Ligt hasn't really settled in very well. Like, they're, they're in trouble defensively. Madraoui's now out for some months. Like, Bayern, are, Bayern aren't great. Bayern are even, aren't even top of the table. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. Wait, I think yeah. they are top of the table, aren't they? Nah. Um, are they? I think, I think they are. Yeah. No, no, no. I think, I think, I think a lot of people, are, I, I think they're top of the table. Oh, I they think, are, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are, yeah. And they've yeah. put up crazy goals. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't trust um. Oh, yeah, Neuer's out now as well for the rest of the season. He broke his leg skiing, man. What a guy. Yeah, because they got went out of the World Cup. He went skiing, and then he breaks his leg. Ain't no shot, bro. Absolutely insane. Hot takes, man. I I personally have PSG eliminating Bayern, but um, I I mean, Bayern eliminating PSG, but we'll we'll see how that all pans out. Nep, man, I appreciate you coming. I'm going to let this man go to bed because you are a father. I'm going to go back to – I'm actually going to go streaming. I've still got, like, some Champs games to win, so – Are you actually – 
Yeah. All right, man. Let, I'll let you go. I'll, 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 I'll end you here, and then I'll go ahead and end out the podcast, man. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Yep. You have a good one. That's Enjoy your good. stream. Hey, appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Catch you later, guys. All right, guys. So it's just us now, man. Um, I just want to say to everybody, yo, uh, thank you so much for listening to Stick Talk, man. I wanted to get a lot of hot football takes in there, man. And my boy Nepo, obviously, it's 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 nice to see um his side of things. Um, before I let everybody go, man, I want to give a, a big shout out to the sponsor. I want to say thank you guys for um always liking us on Apple Music, Spotify. Um, I, I don't know if there's any more takes I want to hit. I'm looking through my notes because I don't have Nepenthes with me for the podcast anymore. But I just want to look, man. We talked about the Befica news, the Enzo news, the Bappe news. We talked about Arsenal and um Chelsea and you. United. Yeah, I think we hit everything we wanted to hit. I do want to leave it like this. Barca won a massive game today. If you guys are listening, they just beat Atletico Madrid. Arsenal, uh, Barca are massive favorites to winning this league now, I think. Um, obviously, it's still a lot of league to go, but I think um, uh, uh, I think they're in a really, really good good place to um, uh, to win this league now. They're three points clear of Real Madrid. Obviously, a lot of football left to play, but I think Xavi is, um, I think it's three points. I think it's three points. Um, Xavi's cooking right now. He's doing his thing. Um, and uh, and that's incredible, man. Um, someone asked me, man, Befica or uh, Enzo or Renato Sanchez at Befica. Uh, personally, I think Renato Sanchez was one of my favorite players I ever saw at Befica. I think Enzo definitely has more talent um, than Renato Sanchez. I would take Renato Sanchez because he's, I can never go against him. I love that guy. But I think Enzo has uh, more talent. With that being said, guys, I am going to, uh, before we end off the Stick Talk episode, I am going to let you guys um, get a word from our uh, quick uh, sponsor for today's episode. Yeah? And then we are going to go ahead and end there, man. So can I get a W spam for today's episode? Yeah, I want to listen. To, thank everyone for listening. Again, like it, subscribe it, uh, rate it, everything on, 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 on Apple Music, Spotify. Shout out to everyone. Thank you for NEP for coming on, man. Can we please get a W spam? And um, yeah, man, let's go ahead and listen a quick word from uh from uh, our, our sponsor today man today's episode is brought to you by philo there's nothing better than unwinding and watching a little tv but not the hassle of finding what to watch or the cost of paying a crazy cable bill that's why i cut the cord if you love tv philo is your solution philo is live and on demand tv for just 25 dollars a month if you can't get enough tv then there's no better way to watch philo has vh1 bet a and e amc plus more than 60 channels like comedy central nickelodeon paramount and discovery now y'all know me and my girl just moving to a brand new house and getting our tv set up and starting to watch our shows was super super easy with philo speaking of shows never miss a minute of your favorite shows and watch them without any contracts commitments or hassle philo allows multiple profile multiple streams everyone in the house can have their own saved show and up to three simultaneous streams never fight on who gets to pick what to watch easy to use and super easy to sign up watch from your phone your laptop your tv your roco tv your fire stick Apple TV, Samsung, or Android TV. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money, for less hassle, and channel comfort. Sign up today at philo.tv. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV. Use the code STICKTALK to get 50% off for your first month. All right, man. I appreciate today's sponsor, and I appreciate everyone who listened. The Penfest, thank you so much for coming on, man. Those are some of our hot football takes. Also, a little bit of FIFA there, and we, as you can see, everybody's on the same page that FIFA just reeks this year. I appreciate you guys listening, man. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, I love you guys, and we will catch you for the next Stick Talk episode. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.